Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. Well, it's been some time. I thank you so much for your patience. And we are back. Looking forward to uh, sharing some thoughts with you several times a week as we continue to try to work together to learn to pray more meaningfully, more thoughtfully, in fact, to pray with purpose. A reminder that our learning here is dedicated as a zechus for Rafu Shalema for Ilana Chana Bazgila Brainla. We continue to pray that she have a speedy recovery. Besoch Sha'ar Chola Yisrael. So I want to begin on this Sunday morning, kicking off a new week, and as a reminder that on Sundays, we try to take a moment to reflect upon why we pray, to address that very question, but do so by way of a thought from yesterday's Torah reading, as we read Parshas Tazvir Metzorah, and we read of the special laws pertaining to a Metzorah, specifically an individual who is afflicted with a disease that the Torah calls Atzeras, a disease that we do not find today, but a disease that the Gemara tells us is caused by a spiritual bacteria, a person who engages in certain types of sins among them, although not exclusively, speaking Lashon Hara on a regular basis. Now, we know that one of the consequences of a person who is afflicted with Saras is that they have to spend a certain period of time alone. The Torah tells us that during the period of initial contamination, and as this Mitzorah works towards purification, that the Mitzorah is to sit by himself, outside of the camp, all by himself. And what's really interesting is that this prescription of a quarantine for an individual who was afflicted with Saras is somewhat unique. We don't typically find that an individual, even a person who is Tameh, is banned from the community. It is true that there are certain individuals, because of their state of Tumah, may not enter specific areas, such as, of course, the Beis Hamikdash, the Mishkan. Yeah, there may be certain specific areas that are off-limits, but by and large, we do not banish a person from the community entirely because of the fact that they have become Tameh. So why is this case different? So Rashi famously teaches quoting Chazal, that what is different about the Mitzorah? Says Rashi, because this individual, because of the obsessive, relentless interest in talking about other people, it caused separation between Ishle Ishto, between husband and wife, between a person and his friend. The Torah is essentially saying, as a Mida Keneged Mida, as a punitive measure, because you spoke so much about other people and caused separation, period, between people, so we are going to make you spend some time all by yourself. That is a famous pshat, pshat of Rashi, and this is one of the ways that we understand this unique consequence of having to sit all by oneself. But perhaps another way of looking at this is that maybe bedidos, the need to spend time alone, is not punitive, but rather remedial. After all, when you think about it, what drives a person to speak Lashon Hara? After all, there's no great personal benefit. So why is that such a prevalent sin? Because when you think about it, when I speak Lashon Hara about somebody else, it, it boosts me up. Uh, an individual, in all likelihood, suffers from low self-esteem. I underestimate my own self-worth and value. And one of the easiest ways, I hate to say it's not necessarily the healthiest ways, but one of the, one of the easiest ways to prop myself up is by putting others down. And so perhaps accordingly, the Torah prescribes that a person who is a malshin, a person who is speaking Lashon on a regular basis, should withdraw from society as a type of spiritual therapy. 
By spending more time by myself, I could learn how to face my own inner challenges, my inner self I can introspect, and by getting in touch with my true self, I can discover some real intrinsic value and inner beauty, and slowly but surely perhaps rid myself of the desire of this compulsion to speak Lashon Hara. The Torah says, Badad Yeshev, go alone, sit by yourself, recognize your own value and worth, realize who you are, and perhaps slowly but surely you will gain the inner strength that you need in order to prevent you from speaking Lashon Hara about others. So this is very interesting because we find two approaches to understand what exactly is the purpose of sitting by one's self. Now intuitively, many of us just assume that the need to be by oneself, bedidos, is a, a curse. But actually, we could see it as a blessing as well. There is a Fascinating interview uh, that one could see online at Chabad.org, where the late Prime Minister of Israel, Yitzhak Rabin, reports that in 1972, when he was serving as the Israeli ambassador to the United States, uh, he was sent on behalf of the State of Israel to wish a happy birthday to the Lubavitcher Rebbe. Uh, The Rebbe at that time had turned 70 years old, and he met with him in order to sort of extend uh, greetings and uh, well wishes on this very, very special time in the Rebbe's life. And he reports and tells of this meeting that lasted about 45 minutes, um, and they were talking about various aspects of the very, very unique position uh, that Rabin had found himself in at that time. And as they were talking, uh, Rabin was reflecting upon how lonely he sometimes feels as a representative of the State of Israel, essentially feeling isolated among all the other nations Because as we know, then and to this very day, the plight of the Jew and the Jewish people is, in fact, at times a very, very lonely one. And the Rebbe introduced him to a Pasuk, a Pasuk in Parshas Balak, where Bilam, when he was attempting to curse the Jewish people, but as we know, essentially bless them, said the following, Hin'am levadad yishkon. This people, the nation of Israel, are an am levadad yishkon. They are an am a people that dwell alone. And the Lubavitch Rebbe pointed out when speaking with Rabin that you should not see the fact that you are badad among the nations as being a curse. This is in fact a blessing because there is so much of our character, our personality, our definition, our identity as a people that must be protected and preserved. And the way we will ultimately succeed in doing so is by remaining separate and distinct and unique. But at the same time, our isolation allows us to serve as an example, to lead the rest of the world community by being an am segula mikol ha'amim that hopefully the other nations could look and to aspire to reach for things that are greater. And Rabin reports so beautifully how he left that meeting feeling very, very much inspired and very uplifted. Now, what's really interesting is that many years later, over 20 years later, in October of 1994, when Rabin signed the famous peace treaty with Jordan, that monumental moment on the uh, White House lawn. So Rabin was trying at that moment to speak about the significance of that moment, what it meant that the state of Israel would now be signing a peace treaty with one of its greatest enemies, the country of Jordan. And Rabin said, this is a great day. He said, this treaty marks the end of the Jewish people being an Am Levadad a nation who dwells alone. It's unbelievable. Rabin remembered the Pasuk, but he sort of forgot, I would assume, the message that the Rebbe had shared with him. That being alone, 
that the fact that the Jewish people are in Am Levadad was not a curse. That was a blessing. Now, undoubtedly, from Rabin's perspective, this vision was coming from a good place. He had dreamt at the time of this peace where the entire Middle East would become transformed into one big region of economic development and prosperity. And he thought for a moment that maybe we can escape sort of the burden of having to always feel like we are alone. But unfortunately, he forgot the true message of that Pasuk, that despite the fact that Bilam tried to curse the Jewish people, it was in fact a blessing that we are an Am Levadad Yishkona. And the truth of the matter is, Chazal and the Medrash tell, tell us that there are times that we find that word Badad as a description of a situation that, that in fact is a curse and times is a blessing. So for example, perhaps the most famous example, Eicha Yashva Vadad, the beginning of Megillus Eicha records the experience of the Jewish nation sitting alone. Echa Yashva Badad, the city of Yerushalayim, in solitude, in loneliness, in despair. But on the other hand, the Torah tells us, Yisrael Betach Badad, that the Jewish nation will ultimately be able to dwell and to settle with security Badad alone. And the Medrash wonders, which one is it? Is it a curse or is it a blessing? And the Medrash says it could be either. When we as a nation remain true to our values, when we use our time alone in order to build ourselves, to prop ourselves, to become the best version of ourselves as a nation and stand as an example to the rest of the world, then in fact this is a blessing. And if unfortunately we forget our mission in this world and we try to assimilate, the world will isolate us nonetheless but then it will be experienced as a curse. There's more that I can say on this on a national level, but of course, since we are here to talk about ways in which we can improve our davening, I ask you to consider that the experience of tefillah is one which enables us each and every day, three times a day, to experience moments of hisbodidos. Now it's true, many of us have the opportunity to daven b'tzibor together with a congregation, and there are certain benefits, of course, halachic benefits, to davening together with a minion, with a tzibor. But we shouldn't forget for a moment that ultimately the experience of davening is one that is a deeply personal one. When we have the opportunity to detach, to disconnect ourselves from the world around us and stand before HaKadosh Baruch Hu as an ish badad, as a person who at that moment is experiencing not isolation, but solitude, Moments of personal intimacy with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it enables me to reset. It enables me to adjust. It enables me to correct. Because when we are constantly moving and going from one place to the next, interacting with so many people, being whisked through life from one frame to the next, without allowing ourselves to just stop and to detach and disconnect and say to myself, why am I here? What are my goals? What are my values? Who am I as an individual? And how can I become greater? These moments can only happen through moments of true reflection and introspection. And this can only happen if I am standing there, badad, through moments of his bodhidus. And so when we think about the question of why we pray, why do we daven, we are reminded through the experience of the Metzorah, who is forced, not necessarily by choice, but by circumstance, to think and to contemplate the consequence of his actions. But the Torah says, where does he do it? Sit by yourself. Spend some time alone. Detach. Disconnect. 
remove yourself, take yourself out of the social spheres in which you are constantly conducting your business and your conversations and think about who you are. This is the great potential that is embedded within each and every tefillah. May we be Zoha every time we daven, every time we pray, to try to detach ourselves from the world around us, to reflect in moments of bedidos, moments of alone time, solitude with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so that we can truly succeed in growing through each and every prayer. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful day. Lechayeho <laughs>